Hello, we are we are here through trials and tribulations galore. We have somehow <laughs> WTF stands for a lot more than what the Friday. Amen. That's a crazy forty-five minutes. Yes, it has been. But it's I... really great to be here. Yes. What the um, Friday? What my the collar, Friday? My caller is representing. Our state of disarray in the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, and my hair. My hair always is. But. Oh, what a day. So we yes. went to set up. Um, we are marketing a new development. And we went to set up the new development and thought, oh, what a great idea. We'll both get in some really great units and show you incredible views of the city and how gorgeous these units are. It's at nine on, nine on the Hudson. And... Uh, so we got there and found out that we don't have any internet access in those rooms. And then we tried Wi-Fi or yeah. put it on our hotspots. Honestly, yeah. That didn't work. And then we, so we raced back um, it's to our home a, office yeah. so we could do it. The story's boring, but we just went through a lot of obstacles and then just went back to where we originally were. <laughs> a lot of work for nothing. Anyway, here anyway, we are. We learned uh, a lot today. I'm Morgan. This is Bill. We are father-daughter team, Birch and Birch team, and now pushing aside my sleep deprivation and the craziness of the last 45 minutes, we have so much interesting stuff happening right now. We do. And not Crazy personally, well, I mean personally too, but the market, the real estate market, mortgages, where did we hit the bottom of the market? All of that is um, really fascinating. Yes. So let's first hit uh, one of the most common themes we've had over the past few weeks, which is the urban to suburban uh, movement. Um, I'm going to lay down some facts after dad does, because he did some, he ran the num numbers of this, the more urban areas of New Jersey. And uh, he's going to talk about that. Okay. Well, I'll anyway, pull up, I'll pull up. Do you want me to pull up your graph? Yeah, my my so not impressive graphs, but they do let you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. um, echoing everything that we've been talking about, there is a migration from really vertical areas, specifically Manhattan, um, outward. So in our area of New Jersey, I'll call it the Birch Borough which is the area from the George Washington Bridge to the Statue of Liberty from the water back to the Meadowlands. Um, our area is represented pretty much in that top graph. That The top graph that you're looking at right now is Hoboken. And this is an absorption rate um, graph that I do every week before we do our show and so that we can tell where we're at, but not to overcomplicate it. Um, the lower the absorption rate, if you look at that number on the left, the point 1.2.3.4.5 numbers. The lower the absorption rate, the more of a buyer's market is. The higher the absorption rate, the more of a seller's market it is. Right. Um, so this is how we really get a feel for what's in the market. And what you see here are, are um, the last five or six weeks, depending on which graph we're looking at. So in Hoboken, you can see that the absorption rate has dropped a lot, which means we have more units coming on the market. They're taking a little bit longer to sell. And um, if you look in the rest of New Jersey, of northern New Jersey, which includes a lot of the suburbs, that decline and then uptick has been a softer one, um, which makes it look a little more positive. Um, let me see. I ran numbers just to see what the decrease was. I was interested in what the average sale price was over the last few weeks. 
or over um, May over June to date so far. And I know I wrote that number down. It was just over. The main 6%. takeaway while you're hunting is that Northern New Jersey, Northern New Jersey as a whole, like Hudson County, is actually start. We've we see that we've hit the bottom. Hoboken, you can see that we've hit the bottom, um, and then they're starting to increase. Right. But the the amount of decrease that happened was significantly higher for the urban area. And although they're increasing at a similar rate, Hoboken's starting from a lower spot. That's right. essentially what that means. Exactly. And I've got my number. The If you look at the average sale price in just in the Hoboken area, for example, the average listing price all through the month of May versus the average listing price all through the month of June to date so far, the average listing price of properties is down 7.8% in one month in Hoboken. But it looks like it's just, I think what that graph represents is that last week, we kind of touched the bottom and now we're starting to creep up. And if I had to guess and say what's going to happen, I think we're going to be on a nice, slow, steady increase for quite a little while now. Yes. And if you are a buyer, um, and I hate to say this because we have a lot of listings coming online right now. Um, if you're a buyer, this is the time. Don't miss it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We do have listings coming on and, and um, it's just a hard time to be a listing to, to be selling your home, but a great time to be buying a home. Right. Um, speaking of, okay. So we've mentioned a couple of times leaving, we're kind of leaving behind the bottom now uh, of the market as we enter into phase two in New York and we've got um, the next phase in New Jersey and people are starting to open up, but not hopefully not enough that we see a huge spike in coronavirus numbers. Although we did hit our record as in the U.S. for coronavirus uh, cases. That's daily, isn't it? Average yeah. daily. Two days ago, we beat the record. And then the, then today, we beat the record again. Yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty sharp uptick. We're doing a, we're doing a stellar job. The but US. you would not notice it by the stock market, which just boggles my mind. <laughs> yeah, amen. We'll talk about that another time. Okay, so here's some fun, um, interesting facts. So the existing home sales did plummet in May as the coronavirus continued to hammer the economy, but real estate agents, including us, expect that that's representing the bottom because we're seeing such a steady increase as we're allowed to show homes in more locations. And as buyers and sellers are getting more acclimated to the restrictions around coronavirus, sellers are a little more open to people coming in, just wear gloves and a mask. Buyers are a little more open to going to places because they want to buy a gosh darn home and they're not waiting any longer. Um, so sales of existing homes for the entirety of the US fell 9.7%, so basically 10% compared with April. Uh, so let me not, I'm, I, I'm going to get carried away. So I'm going to try not to be boring here, but sales were down 26.6% annually. So that's a lot. Yes. That is actually, that's the largest decline since 1982. And in 1982, interest rates were 18%. Guys, 18%. Right now, they are between three and 3.38, unless you have a really great situation and then you can get them south of three as well. So that's incredible. What's um, also interesting is what's being purchased now? Because if you had predicted it last year, based on those numbers, we would have predicted it incorrectly. 
So sales of single family homes, condominiums, co-ops, um, they fell to an adjusted annualized pace of 3.91 last month, which is a, a slower pace than the drop in April. But the median price in May rose 2.3% uh, from a year earlier. So May over May, May 2020 over May 2019, right. they, they went up some. Yes, and inventory in May rose by 6.2% too. So things are just starting to pick up. And what's being sold the most are new developed, new built, newly built single family homes. Suburbs, subdivisions. Yes, mm -hmm. by by quite by quite a by quite a lot. Uh, Makes total sense. Yes, but builders had not planned for as quick as a recovery as they're seeing now because that's where a lot of the demand has gone. And mm -hmm. it's surprising because it's not resales. I guess it's not that surprising with the coronavirus, but it's not resales of single family homes. The biggest sales jump we've seen is in single family homes that have not yet been started. Ground has not been broken. They just have plans and and it's set. So and it's people causing- people are buying from the sales showroom. Yeah, which we talked about last week, how that's a problem. We we tend to have too many homes and not mm -hmm. enough buyers, but now buyers are trying to get homes that haven't even had, had, had no one- exist lived, yet. Yes, no one's ever lived in them. They have not even been created. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really uh, it's really interesting. It's a lot of interesting stuff going on right now. Yeah, and in the survey, thirty nine percent of U.S. urban dwellers said that COVID nineteen crisis prompted them to consider leaving for a less densely populated area. Exactly right. Exactly. I mean, it's not a surprise now. A few weeks ago, we were talking about it, like thinking, yeah, maybe it's going to work. How far are they going to go? How intense is it going to be? Yeah. And obviously, it's very intense. Um, and things have dropped, you know, significantly. I, I, I would not want to be in the city. Do you want to, speaking of, do you want to talk a little bit about taxes? You had some really, um, we were talking about this information that I made you stop earlier because I was like, no, I want you to say this later. Tax. What are you talking and about? So like in Manhattan, in March, New York City collected $118 million in real estate oh, property yeah. transfer taxes. But that that figure, I mean, it sounds big if you've never heard what the taxes are there, but that figure is uh, plummeted uh, 43 mil to $43 million in April. Right. And then to $35.5 in May. Right. Um, yes, I remember. <laughs> so... It's it's a real, it's a problem. It's a huge problem. And I would not want to be in um, de Blasio's seat because the problem is, is that you have this exodus already before coronavirus happened, there was already an, ex an exodus to states like Florida that were no mm -hmm. income, no state income tax states. My best friend ever, Bruce Watley moved to South Dakota specifically because of state income taxes. People do that. It, Every municipality is basically its own business and they have clients and customers, which are the citizenry, and they can get in the habit of spending a lot of money, which means they have to start increasing the taxes, which means those services start to become really expensive. But then they build that infrastructure that requires that income and now they don't have it. 
Yeah. And so now you're you're stuck in between this rock and a hard place. It's like I don't have money to provide the services that we have in place, and I have even less. And these people are moving because things are too high. But I've already I've already raised the tax enough that right. by the time they pay they pay federal tax, state tax in New York City, you have to pay a New York City income tax, and then you have to pay flip taxes and pay mansion taxes. And you lose your mortgage deductibility on those price of homes, and it's like, what do you do? You know, I don't know what I don't know what New York City is going to do to and, overcome right. that because right now they're really upside down. You know, their their expenses are way in excess of what their income is, and that's even post you know post the specific losses that they suffered to try to cover COVID care. Sorry. Every time. Almost every show. <laughs> but anyway, so um, we, we should have been done 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I'll blame it on our time schedule. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to be a bear. Yeah, it's it's a I, – I have no nothing to add to that, honestly. So I'll just move on because you've got a lot of good thoughts on it. And it's really the city needs money to run well. And they get a lot of their money, all of their money, from taxes. And people aren't paying as many taxes. So what do you do? People are, and they don't want to stay. I mean, Manhattan historically has crazily high taxes, but it's such an appealing place to live that people will do it anyway. But now a lot of the appeal has left. So how do you get people to pay to maintain that city? Right. I do think if we could talk about it just a bit longer, something's going to happen. Manhattan's not going to evaporate and disappear. No, definitely. I do think that what we'll see is a decrease in prices. I think, I think the average unit size for the people that choose to live in Manhattan will be bigger. I my I have not heard anybody else say this, but it just seems easy to imagine that you might buy the unit next door to you that's for sale, and expand it, or the unit above you, or the unit below you, and make your space bigger. Yeah. while the square footage cost is cheaper. And then what that'll do in the end is that'll make even a more affluent, even though less dense population in Manhattan. It makes sense, especially with you know, well, so many Fortune 500 companies based yes. there and the yeah. leadership to C-suite people are going to stay close to that office. That's part of the reason we've seen a 1% decrease every year for the past three years mm-hmm. because that is happening. Yeah, um, exactly. Speaking, we briefly mentioned mortgages. So speaking about mortgages, let's see. The a quick update on the on the rates. The Great 30- segue. <laughs> <laughs> I do this professionally. <laughs> um, well, I was debating because I was about to talk about forbearance because I think it's very interesting that. So as of June 14th, I'm going to do forbearance. As of June 14th, only 4.2 million homeowners were in forbearance plans, which is which is a lot, but it's down from 4.3 million the week prior. So uh, according to that information, it really does seem like, once again, we're leaving the bottom. We've hit the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time that 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 figure has decreased since the industry trade group began tracking the data in March. It's been increasing. Um, So the fact that week over week, now we're starting to see a decrease is a very good sign for 
the mortgage the for forbearances. Yeah. Um, Generally speaking, if unless you're in a, a in a very intense situation like Manhattan happens to be in, things are getting better. Even yeah. though I mean we're right across the river. Of course, we're far less dense. Um, you can walk out your door and actually have some space. Uh, you know, I can PR our little portion of the world, the Birch Borough. How do you like that word? Oh, that's fun. I like that. Yeah, of course Birch I do. Birch Borough. <laughs> <laughs> Birch's Borough. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I, Sorry, I think. Sorry, got distracted. And no, I was just thinking. Track now. I think we've already hit on the mortgage rates. The mortgage rates are still very mm -hmm. low. The average right now is 3.13%, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I've had people get in under three lately. Yeah, I have had two. It's just the average, depending on year. Yeah. I feel so like if I'm you're out there with a great credit report and great income. You're looking good. <laughs> yeah. Um, baby boomers. Yeah, let's talk no. about Morgan for a minute. I want to talk boomers. about Morgan. Hold on. You just said great income, and that made me think about where the wealth is located right now. And baby, baby boomers and the generation, gosh, I'm so tired. <laughs> and the generation that preceded them, they currently have uh, $84 trillion, which is 81% of all U.S. household wealth. So that's interesting. Good to know. So yeah. let's talk about you. And we've had the most, no. <laughs> We also had a. We're going to. One more. Hold on. One more thing. A record. Do you want to know? Do you want to know something? A fun oh, please fact? make me smarter. Uh, I mean, I can try, but it's just. I can't stand it. There's more room up there. I can still feel my brain sloshing around. Still please sloshing around put something there. in there. Fill her okay. up. So, a perk and a is a pro and a con because there's not as we're not spending as much which means we're saving a lot more and actually we have saved a literally unprecedented we. record we as a nation record two trillion dollar surge in cash that is hitting deposit accounts in and all u.s banks together we have never had this much saved even over one million dead people had a, had a deposit made. <laughs> Signed personally. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure they appreciated that. Oh. <laughs> I may be dead, but I'm really thankful that the president signed my check. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got off on a from tangent there the for you, you know, uh, the, so how this affects you, not just fun facts. You Not just dead people? Yeah. <laughs> Banks will likely lower their already pretty stellar interest rates. Oh my gosh, you're still laughing at yourself. <laughs> Can't help myself. Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> I support yeah. it. Tim Burton liked it. Oh, because somebody's dead. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it took a minute, but it did. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so delirious. <laughs> With that, let's let's wrap up the business part of this. Yeah, that Morgan, that Morgan's so eloquently trying to pull I off. Tried. Morgan, I tried. Morgan, I, I just I'm going to ratchet out. Morgan got a new Peloton. Ugh. 
And um, Morgan doesn't do anything in like a measured. That's not thing. true. I think I'm getting it's a lot so better. So true. So true. So she gets a new Peloton. I'm like, how oh, do you like God. it? And she's great. <laughs> I did two workouts today. <laughs> I'm so tired, but I love it. And then the next day, <laughs> it's like, I got up a half hour earlier today. <laughs> and I worked my butt off on my Peloton. But man, am I really tired? <laughs> so it's like, you only, you only have so many hours that you can sleep, right? It's like, oh, well, I don't need all of those. I'm going to take a couple more and work out really hard on this brand new machine and kill myself. So that she's like, I'm really tired and I don't know why. I think I think it's my Peloton. I need to eat more carbs. Ugh. Oh my anyway. god, Dad, you are distorting what's happened. Okay. Absolutely. I changed my <laughs> <laughs> you lied. That, that I didn't like it completely. I embellished. I embellished for you... the sake of the story. And I think it has entertainment value for anybody that might might have suffered through this this long. <laughs> God bless you for whoever you are. God bless you if you're watching. No, <laughs> let me defend myself for a minute. Okay. I have been doing a morning routine every morning. It's been awesome. So have you. So has mom. We're all three encouraging each other to, to be better people. Yay. But I got a Peloton and added that to my thing. And that made me have to bump my wake up time by 30 minutes to an hour. And... I also am a night owl, so some nights I have trouble going to sleep. Last night, I was excited about, I don't, literally don't even know. I was just excited, and I was in bed excited, being like, I'm excited, and I'm angry that I'm excited about nothing, and I couldn't fall asleep, so I only got six hours of sleep, but I was disciplined, and I woke up at 6.30 anyway. Yep, that's exactly right. So what Morgan said is true. My story was way more fun, and it was somewhat <laughs> accurate. But thank you for clarifying that very much. I loathe you with the T-H-E. <laughs> I'll take that. Any uh, attention is better than no attention. <laughs> and you passed that down to me, so. <laughs> I loved your great sense of denial and redirection of responsibility. That was a very birch quality. Male quality. Anyway, it's like, my fault? No, it can't be my fault. It's got my phone ringing. You know? uh, that's because our thing is later. <laughs> like <laughs> I called. This is not like, me. This is not my fault. A friend of mine called. It. It's like, like they knew we were going to be shoot, doing this from 1 to <laughs> yeah, 3 or 1 to 1.30. Oh anyway, God. well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for visiting us on um, our Birch and Birch. What the Friday Thank you for watching What the Friday show. And Dad, like us. I'd like to say thank you to you for carrying the sanity of this <laughs> the sanity literally entire day <laughs> not just this video <laughs> well i know i contributed at least half of the media that was responsible for it so true think about that media one. are you talking about dna yeah okay cool <laughs> she's, she's cranking right along <laughs> i feel like that joke wasn't great honestly <laughs> it, it wasn't Bad jokes are better than no jokes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've really so, gone off track. We started like a, off track, so it's oh, like um believe. next week will be better. That's our yes, goal every week. I'll Make it a little bit more, better and a little more fun. Mm -hmm. Um okay, so like us. Go ahead. Like, subscribe. We should do Crush that earlier. That Crush like the button. like button. Yeah, that's what Graham exactly. says. 
Yep, Graham Stephen. Uh, he's kind of, I like his um, oh, I love him. format. I love him. All right. Um, anyway, hey, everybody. Thanks a lot. So, I hope you yeah. have a great weekend. Um, it's going to be killer and yes. things are getting better. So thank goodness. Um, while some people may not think so, I see a light at the end of the tunnel and I am looking yeah. forward to getting there. If you're trying to time the market, hop on it now. Yeah, I would agree. It? I don't, I don't, if you're buying, I don't think you can go wrong right now. So get in there and make some stuff happen. And sellers, sorry, it's timing. Yeah. Anyway, we'll do the bet. But our, for our clients, you can bet we will do the best we possibly can and we will do everything possible to market your place. And frankly, we actually have some listings that aren't typical and they typically hold their value and do well no matter what because they're, a little more um, stunning. Um, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So anyway, we're very lucky. We are. Even if we don't sleep all night. I did. And by the way, I slept fine. Nobody asked me. but Because <laughs> it was obvious. Look at your charm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See everybody. It's been a great show. And Morgan, darling, get some sleep. Yes. Thank you, sir. All Shake right. and bake. Shake and bake. <laughs>